You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews to politics to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news sick. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with a young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? Well, get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. It's Sunday and that means it's time for fun. Live right here right now on Ace Network is Sunday Fun Day. On Sunday Fun Day, your host Alex Cardinali will play some wonderful music for your listening pleasures and talk about some random topics from whatever comes out of his young 22-year-old mind. This will be a fun show. Want Alex to play your favorite song? Call in live at 1-347-989-8142 and request your song to be played. Want to join the chat? Want to rant or rave about any topic? Call in live at 1-347-989-8142. So without any further ado here is the man himself Alex Cardinali live on this fun Sunday. tuning into our second episode of Sunday Fun Day here exclusively on the Ace Network. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. Now, today I have a fun show coming your way. Now, this is quickly becoming one of my personal favorite series. I love all the series I do here on the Ace Network, but the Sunday Fun Day one is one that I look forward to doing a lot. Because I like to hear music and I like to talk. So on Sunday Fun Day, I'm able to do both things. I'm able to talk and I'm able to play some of my personal favorite songs. And hopefully all you, my lovely listeners out there, love all the songs that I play. And hopefully you all love to hear me talk. All right. Now today we have an action-packed show coming your way. Tonight I have some wonderful topics that I'm going to be talking about, and I also have some wonderful music that I'm going to be playing on today's show. So some of my topics are going to include topics such as what I would do as a president, 
I'll tell you guys everything I do. If I were to become the president of the United States of America, I'll discuss Craigslist and if Craigslist is a good or bad website. I'll discuss what I like and dislike about cooking. I'll discuss my greatest memories in life and my worst memories in life and the greatest things to happen in my life and the worst things to happen in my life and much more. We have a ton of topics that I'm going to talk about tonight, and I'm also going to play some wonderful music. Of course, today's show is being broadcast live, so if I happen to have any live listeners, you may feel free to call in. The call-in number is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Now go ahead and call in and request me to play your favorite song. If you call in and tell me your favorite song, I will play it here on today's show. Or you can also call in to discuss your favorite topics with us or call in and rant and rave. I love live callers, so go ahead and uh, call in. Once again, the call-in number is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's get this awesome show started, okay? And we'll start with me talking about what I would do as a president. So if you were to ask me, Alex, what would you do as a president of the United States of America? Here is what I would do. The first thing I would do is pass a law banning sagging pants. Now, you guys should know what that is. That is somebody that walks around with their pants hanging below their ankles, what we want to see their underwear and their asses. That I really don't understand. I don't understand why young men and even some older men walk around sagging their pants. It is disgusting. We don't want to see your ass. We don't want to see your underwear. If we wanted to see your ass and your underwear, we could watch porno, but we don't. We don't want to see that nasty stuff. So if I was president, I'd make it a law banning sagging pants. No, I wouldn't make it a law where if someone was breaking the law that they'd be spending time in jail. I'd make it a law where if they broke the law, they'd be getting a lot of fines. That's how I would do it. I know it's kind of stupid, but hey, let's face it, I'm never going to be president of the United States of America, so we can all dream, right? But that is the first thing I would do if I was president of the United States of America, banning sagging pants. Now, do you guys realize what that means in jail if you actually sag your pants? That means you want to have anal sex. So I don't know if these people realize that or not when they're sagging. It means that they want a uh, a dildo up their ass or something. So I really don't agree with sagging pants. It's kind of disgusting, to be honest, and I just don't like seeing asses and underwear. So I'd pass a law banning sagging pants. Okay, here's where it gets controversial. The next thing I'm going to say it's probably going to upset a lot of people, but, hey, it's my show. I'll say what I want on it. I would make it a law that every citizen in the United States of America must speak English. Yes, you heard me right. I really believe that everyone living in the United States of America, no matter what race or culture you belong to, I feel that if you want to live 
in the United States of America, if you want to use our currency, then you must speak English. There is no second language here in the United States. English should not be a second language. English should be the first language right here in the United States of America because we have more than one culture living here in the United States of America, and not everyone's going to understand Spanish or Chinese or French or even Italian, but we all sure as hell can understand English. Now, I know times have changed, but back in the old days, when immigrants would come into the United States of America, they had to learn English to live here in the United States of America. You know what? I really hope that that goes back to the same way. I think everyone entering this, this state and this country should uh, learn English. I know up here in Mass, not too many people speak English, but I don't know how it is around the rest of the country, but... I feel that we should make it a law that anyone new coming into the country must use English as their first language, and they must learn English. And again, that is just my personal opinion. All right. Now, the next thing is also going to be very controversial, but hey, I'm Mr. Controversy, and I really don't give a damn who gets offended. But make anyone that applies for state assistance, WIC, or anything of that nature, take drug test. Yes, I feel that if you are applying for state assistance or state help, you should not have any drugs or alcohol in your systems because that's a waste of taxpayers' money. We're giving assistance to someone that is abusing drugs when there is a struggling mother of two to maybe six kids out there who could really use the state assistance. So if it was me, I'd make sure every single person applying for the state assistance gets drug tested. That way there is no issues and no one is fist fighting or anything of that nature. Now, I know a lot of you are going to be controversial about that because I know that uh, cannabis is now used for medical, but I'm talking about the other stuff like um, heroin, and all the other dangerous drugs out there. So if I was president, I'd make sure that anyone who applies for state assistance or anything of that nature would be taking a drug test. And if they fill the drug test, they would be uh, turned down for the state assistance. Now, the next thing I do as a president, and it's just my personal opinion, so it will never happen, but this is what I would do as a president, I would change the drinking age from 21 years old to 18 years old. I personally think that 21 years old is kind of late uh, for starting to drink alcohol. I think 18 years old is a pretty, pretty good age to start drinking. That's just my personal opinion. You may have a different opinion than I do, but my personal opinion is that it should be changed to 18 years old. If they can get into college at 18 years old, then they can start drinking at 18 years old, in my personal opinion. But like I said, it will probably never happen. And the last thing I would do if I was president, I'd focus on larger crimes. I'd make the cops focus on larger crimes like shootings and things of that nature. Sure, we can, we can pull you over for speeding or we can arrest you for stealing. But speeding and stealing aren't really major crimes. A lot of cops focus on those kind of things nowadays, but yet we've got large drug schemes going on. We've got a lot of shootings and stabbings going on. So I'd make sure I let all the police officers in the United States of America know to focus on the larger crimes 
and only focus on the minor, minor crimes when you have to, um, but focus on the larger crimes. So that is what I would do as President of the United States of America. What would you, the listeners, do? Go ahead and call in. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and uh, let me know. All right, we're actually going to go ahead and play our first two songs of the evening, and the first two songs are from a nice rapper known as Ludacris. The first song I'm going to play is called How Low Can You Go by Ludacris, and the second song I'm going to play is called What Them Girls Like. So here are the songs from Ludacris. Here's the first song, How Low Can You Go from Ludacris. How low can you go? 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 Get lower than a Lamborghini. 
a stress reliever. That's right, folks. Now, um, when I am feeling stressed or if I'm feeling very nervous about anything, I tend to go into the kitchen and cook or bake something. Usually when I'm stressed out, I'll usually go into the kitchen and bake things like cookies, cakes, and uh, cupcakes, and things of that nature. Now, I find that baking releases a lot of that stress, and you're actually having fun. So I find that when I'm cooking and baking, I'm actually also releasing some stress or anger that I may be having inside. I think it's a great thing to do if you're a person that gets angry at a lot of things. It helps me settle down, and I'm pretty sure that it would help you settle down. The next thing I like about cooking is that it's actually kind of fun. I think cooking is fun. A lot of you may look at cooking as a chore, but to me, it's something very productive, and it's something that you're going to get a lot of friends with. If you have great cooking, people are going to want to come over to your house and try your food and eat your food because, let's face it, everyone on this earth eats food. There is nobody on this earth that does not eat, otherwise they'd be dead. So if you are a good cook, which I'm sure 99.9% of you out there listening to this show can become good cooks by listening to my show, Cooking with Alice Cardinelli, here on Blog Talk Radio, you guys will have fun cooking. Now, don't make it a chore. When you have to cook something, think of it as something fun. I always think it's fun. I love cooking. You know why I love cooking? I think it's fun. Now, it could be making brownies or making cookies or making pasta and sauce. It really is fun for me. Now, I look at cooking as almost um, a sport. I look at it as more of a hobby. Some of you are going to look at it as a chore, but to me it's a hobby because I get to make things and uh, play around with recipes and basically enjoy myself. Now, you get to experience science when you cook and bake. So if you're a big science geek like I was in school, this is the perfect opportunity for you to play with science and enjoy cooking. The next thing I like about cooking is everyone is going to like you. You're going to make a lot of friends. Trust me, you will. I have perhaps the best red velvet cake and the best chocolate chip cookies and the best sugar cookies among some of the other things I make, like the pumpkin whoopie pies and the red velvet whoopie pies and some of the cakes I make. And I make a lot of friends that way because I am a good baker. So you're going to have a lot of friends who love your cooking. And the next time you go to a barbecue or you have a picnic, you can probably bake some of your delicious goodies and bring them with you. And a lot of people are going to like your products, I guarantee it. The next thing I like about cooking is that you can actually make a very nice meal that could be much better than what you'd get at a fine dining restaurant or any restaurant in general. If you have a favorite meal, for example, my favorite meal is chicken parmesan with a delicious rigatoni pasta. I make that at home, and you know what? I enjoy it. I I enjoy spending the time to bread the chicken. I enjoy taking the time to fry the chicken. And I love putting the sauce and cheese on the chicken. And I like cooking the pasta. So just think of 
your favorite meal, and the next time you feel like cooking, make your favorite meal, whatever it may be, and I guarantee you, you're going to look at cooking at a different level. Now, if you're a good cook, you can take your favorite restaurant dish and recreate it at home. Cooking is very easy. Now, I love almost any kind of food, but chicken parmesan is one of my favorite meals, and it is something that I really enjoy cooking. So, pretty much it's all I like about cooking. I just really like it. I can't really explain why I like it, but I gave you three valid reasons on why I love getting in the kitchen and cooking. Now, there is only a couple of things that I dislike about cooking, and one would be dishes and cleanup. I can't tell you how much I hate doing dishes and doing cleanup. I feel that if I am going to be slaving and doing the cooking, I feel that whoever else is in the kitchen at the time should do my dishes. Yes, that's right. I think if I am cooking dinner for you or lunch for you or breakfast for you, then you should clean the dishes that I do for you. If you're just sitting in the living room watching TV or if you're on the computer and I'm making dinner for you, then I feel it's your right to do the dishes only to be fair because I don't think it's right for someone to cook dinner and do the dishes at the same time. But, hey, that is just my personal opinion, and we are all entitled to our personal opinion. Now, the next thing I don't like about cooking is sometimes I'll run out of ingredients and the dish does not taste right without that ingredient. Um, So I hate running out of ingredients, but the key to that is to check and make sure you have every single ingredient you need for your recipe. But guess what, guys? Those are the only two dislikes I have when it comes to cooking because everything else I love about cooking and it's always best to be prepared when you are going to be cooking. It's what the French called mise en place, which means to have everything in place. And I think you're going to have a great time cooking in the kitchen. Okay? All right. Moving on down to my next topic, which is, again, one that is going to be kind of controversial. And that is my thoughts on food stamps and what people should be buying on food stamps. Now, earlier this week, I saw somebody buying um, Hostess Twinkies, candy bars, soda, and a lot of junk food on food stamps. And you know what? I'm actually kind of fine with that idea. I think um, a lot of people should be able to buy whatever they want on food stamps because it is food after all, but it is a lot of sugar. Now, I saw somewhere, I think it was on a podcast or a YouTube video, where someone was ranting about people buying junk food and snacks and stuff on food stamps, and he felt that people should be only buying healthy stuff like fresh produce and meats and things of that nature. Well, to some some extent, I do kind of agree with him, but it is really none of our business what people buy on their food stamps. I treat food stamps like I would money. We don't want to know what people are buying with their money. It's their business, not ours. So I think people are fine buying whatever they want on their food stamps as long as they're not spending it all on junk food. I feel that people should also be buying regular food on their food stamps cards, things like fresh produce and fresh meats and 
things of that nature. I know in the rant video he mentioned people spending a lot of money on lobsters and um, crab legs and things of that nature when people that have tax money and have money can afford those things. So why should people with food stamps get those? And you know what? That is the thing that I agree 100% with. I feel that um, if you're getting assistance from the government, don't be buying all, all the expensive lobsters and things of that nature. Stick to the common fish fillets and the cheaper seafood. You'll be getting nice food that way. But you should not be buying lobsters and things of that nature because those are really expensive and they'll take away a lot of your food stamps. But that is just my personal opinion. And that's all I'm going to say on food stamps because I don't follow too much of the United States government politics stuff. And uh, maybe you guys can call in and share your thoughts on food stamps. The number to call in tonight is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, so we're going to go ahead and hear our next two songs. We're going to hear a song by Eminem called No Love, and then we're going to hear a song from Bruno Mars called Marry You. Enjoy, folks.
can More alive than I have been in my whole entire life I can yeah. see these people's ears perk up as I begin to fast with the pen I'm a little bit sicker than most Since been to get sick again They say the competition is stiff But I get a hard dick from the shit now stick it in I ain't never giving in again Caught into the wind Complete freedom Look at these rappers How I treat them So why the fuck would I join them When I beat them They call me a freak Cause I like to spit on these pussies Before I eat them Man get these whack cocksuckers off stage Where the fuck is Kanye when you need them Snap the mic from them bitch I'ma let you finish in a minute Yeah the rapper's tight But I'm fine with the greatest verse of all time So you might wanna go back to the lab tonight And um Dribble out them rhymes You were gonna spit and start over Who's rapping and write new ones But I'm afraid that it ain't gonna make no difference When I rip the shade and tear it in half tonight It's in the good and rush You feel the bass up from the place All the way to the parking lot
Now, the reason I say used aquariums is because you guys know I am a tropical fish keeper. Now, I will share my bad experiences when we get to the bad of Craigslist. For right now, we're talking about the good of Craigslist, and that is you can find things on Craigslist for cheap, and you can sell close to new products for close to retail value. Now, you have to make sure that whatever you're selling on Craigslist is going to be working, and that way you won't rip people off, because there are people on Craigslist that will try their hardest to rip you off. I've been ripped off several times before, and we'll talk about that. Now, the next good thing about Craigslist is there seems to be a Craigslist all over the United States of America. And I pretty much think that Craigslist is international now. I think there's a Craigslist in Canada, and there's a Craigslist in the United Kingdom, and some other places. If they don't have a Craigslist, then I'm pretty sure there are some other uh, classified websites out there available for you to check out. The next good thing about Craigslist is you can actually advertise in there. There, there is a section for advertising. It is called General Discussion. I actually go in there and post my radio show there. I have gained a lot of listeners that way. I now have a lot of Western Massachusetts listeners, and I live in Western Mass, so I'm very happy about that. I've got a wide range of listeners from all over the United States of America and all over the world, but I'm glad to see that I stepped up my game and got some local people tuning into the show. And if you're listening and you live in Massachusetts, hello from Springfield, Mass. I was starting Ellie here. Thank you for listening to the show here in uh, Springfield, Mass, where I broadcast the show today. And the next good thing about Craigslist is that um, you can actually email a person or call them. They have added a feature where you can type in your cell phone number and you're able to click on call or text and you're able to call or text that person, and then you also have an email feature. Now, Craigslist already has an automated email system, so if the person does not have an email account, they will get a Craigslist email, and you can respond back and forth that way. Now, I found that some people will not respond to emails. They want you to call or text them. So always make sure you read the ad and uh, read it left and right and make sure that you see whatever the contact way is, whatever, however way they want to be contacted. Because some people will be mean if you send them an email and they say they want to be called or text, they'll reply cocky to you. But um, if you really wanted to sell the product, then they would answer any way you contacted them because sometimes we don't see um, what way they wanted to be contacted. All right. So that's all the good things of Craigslist. Now, let's talk about the bad things of Craigslist that I had to deal with over the past few years. Now, way back last year, I think it was in uh, August or September of 2014, I came across this ad on Craigslist for a 125-gallon aquarium. And for those of you who are not keeping tropical fish, that is a huge tank. That is a six-foot aquarium. And the guy told me that it held water, and it currently, and it currently, and it currently holds water. He told me. He told me to my face that it currently holds water. So as an imbecile, I believed him. Now I got a suite of a deal on that 120-gallon aquarium, and I was stupid because I believed him. 
And I say, if he says it holds water, then it must hold water. So I bought the tank and the stand for $300, I believe, or maybe even, I think it might have been even $100. I think it was $100 for the tank and stand. I really don't remember. But I had I had enough money for it, and I bought it. So it was a heavy tank, too. It was a heavy goddamn tank to bring down all those friggin' stairs. So... I get the tank, I give him the money, and you know why? He doesn't even help take it out the truck. He has me and my 13-year-old brother at the time take out that 125, and we had to carry it downstairs. He just got paid $100, and he did not even offer to help us unload the 125. So I get it downstairs, and I um, fill it up with water, and you know what? It leaks. It starts leaking. So I said, well, I only paid $100 for this tank, so I resealed the aquarium, which is something I don't like to do because it's a lot of work. So I resealed it, and I used aquarium safe silicone, and I let it rest for two or three days. can't remember. I think it might have been two days. And I put it back on the stand, filled it up. Next thing you know, the tank cracks. The glass really, literally cracks in half. And the tank is shot. I don't know what happened to the tank. Maybe the refueling it ruined it. Or it might have just been a piece of shit tank and he knew that it was going to crack at some point. So I really, literally just got screwed out of $100 last year. So that's one of the worst things I've had to deal with on Craigslist. And the next bad thing that I've had on Craigslist is I, had, I once drove out of my way to a nearby city to pick up a 55-gallon aquarium, and I, we had a range pickup day, and I go there, and there's nobody home. It's in the middle of boondocks, or looks to be a drug haven, and she is not there. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to leave and never call this person again. If we were, if I was to buy that tank, um, it probably would have leaked or anything because it seemed like this person did not know what she was doing. And if I were to go alone, who knows what could have happened. That was that was a very, very strange uh, meetup at that, that time. It looked like a drug heaven house. That That's a, the next biggest bad thing that happened on Craigslist to me. And then, of course, I've had numerous no-shows, numerous people interested in buying my goods but never showed up. And uh, things of that nature. I know I know things happen in life, but it can't make it sell. It's best to contact somebody so you don't leave them hanging. And that's one thing I hate about Craigslist. Now, um, you're going to get a lot of flakes on Craigslist. You're going to get a lot of people telling you that they're going to buy your stuff, but never, ever show up to buy your stuff. You're going to get a lot of those people. Don't get mad. Just um, blow it off and sell it to the next person. Now, is Craigslist a good site? Yes, Craigslist can be a good site if you go in there with common sense. Don't trust everyone you see. That is my biggest mistake. I trust everyone I meet on Craigslist. There can be some sick psychos out there. So never trust anyone that you meet from Craigslist. Just sell them your products and don't make friends with them. I made friends with a couple of people from Craigslist, and let's say they weren't the best of people. They were drug addicts, and they were pill poppers, and they were criminals. So you never want to make friends with people from Craigslist unless you have a good sense of character. But yes, Craigslist can be a good site if you know what you're doing. All right. 
So let's move on down to my next topic. Now, this was a question that was asked to me by a good friend who I saw today from Memorial Day weekend. We had a uh, Memorial Day barbecue, and he brought up the subject of America's next president because 2015 is Barack Obama's last term of his presidency, so we will be getting a new president in 2016 next year. And he was talking about who he wants as his new president. And I said, that would be a great topic to talk about tonight on Sunday Funday. Now, I'll, I'm going to be honest, and I don't care who gets offended. The only reason Barack Obama got into office was because people wanted to see the first black president of the United States of America. And I'm not being racist or anything. It's just a God on truth. You know it, and I know it. And the United States of America knows it. And that's not to take anything away from Barack Obama. He is a uh, wonderful president of the United States. I have a lot of respect for Barack Obama, and I usually agree with a lot of his stuff. There are some things that I don't agree with, but then there are other things that I agree with. I think Barack Obama is a great president, but like I said, you and I both know that a lot of people voted for Barack Obama because they wanted to see the first black president in the United States of America. And sure... As hell, I did too. I voted for Barack Obama because I wanted to see him become the first black president of the United States, and we made history that way. So uh, very, very good. All right, now back to the original subject. Who do I want to become president, the next president? Well, since we had the first black president, I'd love to see the first female president, the first woman president. So I'm going to say I want Hillary Clinton to become our next president. Now, Hillary Clinton would probably do a good job of being a president because her husband, Bill Clinton, was a president, and the Clinton family is famous in the White House. So I am a supporter of Hillary Clinton, and I'm marking my words, I will be voting for Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential election. So a year from now, you can mark my words, I'll be voting for Hillary Clinton. Make sure you guys remember that. So in November of 2016, when it comes down to voting, I will do a show on the life and history of Hillary Clinton, and hopefully she will be announced as the new president of the United States of America. And that brings me into my next topic. Do I follow politics? Now, a lot of my friends out there, like Russell Seke, Andrew Senskai, um, Jeff T., and some other ones, I know that they're into politics. Maybe Jeff's not into politics, but I definitely know that Russell and Andrew and some of my other friends out there love politics. I actually do not follow politics, and the reason is I think that a lot of people fight over nothing. I don't think politics are something that you should get into a verbal spat over. Um, it really is not that serious to me. Sure, we're supposed to know what's going on around us, the United States government, but I don't follow politics because I know if I did, I'd be arguing with a ton of people and I can't stand arguing with people. And a lot of people are opinionated when it comes to politics. I've noticed that. Anytime someone talks to politics, anytime someone talks politics to me, they're always opinionated. And I usually don't like opinionated people. So I try to stay away from politics as much as I can. 
So the person that asked me if I was going to be doing a politics show here on the Ace Network, I'd have to become syndicated with another show that has politics because I know nothing about politics. The only thing I know about politics is that we have a uh, system branch of government. We have republicanism, democracy, and uh, things of that nature. We have Democrats, we have Republicans, and the Tea Party, and all that stuff. I used to like politics in high school and middle school, but now I'm, as an adult, I don't follow it anymore. I mean, I watch the news and I hear about it, but not enough to do a show on them. And I can barely talk about them. I can barely talk about just following politics. Now, I get into conspiracies and stuff, like conspiracy of 9-11 and things like that. I can probably do a show on conspiracies, but I don't follow politics that much. All right, so we're going to go ahead and play my next two songs here on Sunday Funday. And I'm going to play a song from the Backstreet Boys called I Want It That Way. And then I'm going to play a song from Florida called Get Low. Enjoy, my friends.
You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. Welcome back to Sunday Fun Day here live on the Alex Cardinelli Show, presented to you by Ace Network. And we have a phenomenal show coming to you on this fine Memorial Day weekend. We heard some wonderful music and it had some great topics already, and it got some more fantastic topics coming your way. Well, it is Memorial Day weekend after all, so if you're listening live and you're bored, you've got nothing else to do, feel free to call in live at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and discuss what you're doing for Memorial Day. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. I'd love to hear what you're doing for Memorial Day. And you guys know I love getting callers, so do feel free to call in at our one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Today I had a rather good Memorial Day. I actually um had Memorial Day barbecue a day early. That's right, today I had a nice barbecue with my family, I made delicious, juicy hamburgers and uh, hot dogs on the grill. And for dessert, we had a nice vanilla cake with peanut butter frosting because my brother's birthday is tomorrow. So I had a nice Memorial Day barbecue. And tomorrow, I'm just going to relax and have a day off from the radio show. So on Memorial Day, there will be no show right here on the Ace Network. So I'd like to take this time to wish all of my lovely United States of America listeners out there a very happy Memorial Day. I hope you guys enjoy your quality family time and have a nice barbecue. But let's remember all of the United States military men and United States veterans who lost their lives because that's the original goal of Memorial Day. We're supposed to honor all of the United States armed military force members who lost their lives protecting our freedom. So I'd like to say rest in peace to all of our great veterans out there who passed away and all of our great military men who lost their lives protecting our freedom. So let's give them a moment of silence, please. All right, thank you very much for that. So happy Memorial Day to everyone, and uh, make sure that you always keep in mind that Memorial Day is honoring all those wonderful um, veterans and people in the Army who lost their lives protecting our freedom here in the United States of America. All right, let's get back to our wonderful topic for tonight's show. Now, I want to talk about the greatest things to happen in my life and the worst things to happen in my life right here, right now on the ACE Network. I have a couple of things that I consider to be the greatest things to happen in my life, and I would like to share them with you guys right here, right now. I'm still a young man. Right now I'm only 21 years old, but I'll be turning 22 come August 15th, and I can't wait for that because I love getting older, as you guys know. So the first greatest thing to happen in my life was I finally 
graduated high school. That was my biggest honor and something that I was very proud of. My mother was proud of me. My father was proud of me. My aunt was proud of me. My grandparents were proud of me. And most importantly, everyone that I knew was very proud of me graduating because they all knew that I would be able to graduate, and I all proved them right by graduating. Now, not only did I graduate from high school, but I graduated from the best high school in western Massachusetts. I graduated from Putnam Vocational Technical High School, and it is very hard to get into Putnam. You have to have a great GPA to get into ninth grade, which is the start of high school. So that was very awesome for me. That means to tell me that I do awesome at school. I was awesome at school, so it was a great honor of mine to get into Putnam, and I really enjoyed myself at Putnam. That is where I learned culinary arts, and a lot of what I know is attributed to me taking culinary arts at Putnam, and it was definitely something that I enjoyed very much. And graduation day was probably one of my proudest moments I've had in my life. The graduation ceremony was awesome. I remember after the graduation, I went to Tony's Pizza in Springfield, Mass., and had a nice chicken parmesan meal, I think it was. It might have been veal parm, but it was an awesome meal. And I spent time with my loved ones, and they were all very proud of me. And I also had an awesome graduation party. Yes, believe it or not, my graduation party was awesome. I got a lot of wonderful presents. But I was more happy with the amount of people that came and supported me for my graduation party. I had to have at least 40 people there. Or maybe, uh, let's not over-exaggerate, maybe I had at least 20 or 25 people there. But I was still very proud of all the people that showed up to support me and my graduation party. We had a lot of great Italian food and a lot of great desserts, and it was an all-around great party. And I actually made over $500 in presents that day. I got a lot of cash in presents, and um, it was something that I was very happy about. Having $500 in cash is an honor, and I was very, very thankful. And by the way, I was able to get my favorite teachers to come to my graduation party. That's how much of a good student I was in high school. People liked me. And that is something that I always, always enjoy. So that is one of the greatest things to happen in my personal life. Now in my professional life, the next greatest thing to happen in my life is getting to work with top quality chefs in culinary school and a couple of jobs that I did have where I helped um, cater some things and things like that. Um, I met great people like Chef Matt West, like Chef Smith, and um, some other wonderful chefs at my culinary school, and I've learned a lot about cooking from them. It was a great honor of mine. So being able to work along some awesome chefs is great. The next greatest thing in my life that I have going for me is what you're listening to right now, the podcasting. I always said to myself, um, if it wasn't for podcasting, I probably would not be uh, – very talkative, because before the podcasting, I was a very shy loner, but due to this podcasting, I've gained several friends, and I've had a lot of fun, and people love my shows, and I've gained a lot of confidence from these podcasts, and I'm very happy 
that I am doing these podcasts. I first started these podcasts for something to do, and now they have turned into like a career for me because I focus a lot of my time on these podcasts and I enjoy doing them. The greatest thing for me about these podcasts is all of you. I get to let my voice be heard around the world, and I have a lot of uh, people that love my shows. Sure, I get my fair share of trolls, and sure, I get my fair share of haters, but hey, you have to have haters, because if you have haters, it's a good sign that you're quite successful. So I am very, very happy. I am very successful at what I do. And sure, I've had people tell me he ain't going to be on the radio that long. He ain't going to last longer than six months. But, bitches, here I am, six months later, with a wonderful network, and I have a phenomenal show to prove it. So I have to say the podcasting is one of my greatest things in my life. Whether you love it or you hate it, you have to admit, I put a lot of work into my podcast, and I do everything that people tell me I can't do. I do it, and sometimes I prove them wrong, or sometimes I prove them that I can't do it, but I do it at least. I have the motivation to have great radio shows, and it's always going to be a time that I will do a radio show. Sure, I may be sick, like today I have an ear infection, but I'm still here doing this great radio show for all of you. And the only time I cancel radio shows is if my co-host can't make it or if my guest can't make it or if I'm really sick, like throwing up, or if my back hurts. As you guys all know, I have a bad back, so sometimes I can't um, host. Um, But usually I try to be here 90% of the time. And when I do cancel a show, I usually reschedule it as soon as possible. All right, so now you guys got to squeal on why... um, The podcasting is one of the greatest things to happen in my life. I definitely, definitely enjoy it. The next greatest thing in my life is learning how to cook at the age of 12. That's something that I always cherish, and I mentioned that in our last episode of Sunday Funday. I remember my first meal I made was chicken parmesan, and that's awesome. And my next greatest memory is a recent one. Buying my first large tank in recent memory. This is my first large tank in quite a while, and I was so happy to finally, finally get a 120-gallon tank. My Oscars and other fish are happy. So those are my greatest things to happen in life. And sure, I have a whole bunch of greatest things to happen in life, including turning 21 years old. But I'm going to save the rest of that for a birthday episode for myself. That's what I'll be throwing a 22 um, birthday party episode for me right here on the Ace Network, and I'm going to have some wonderful guests, and I'll talk about living my age to 22 years old. That's going to be great, and my mother might be a guest for that show, so I can't wait for that. All right, now let's talk about the worst things to happen in my life. I have a couple of stories that um, are very sad that I want to share with you. The first worst thing that happened to my life, in my life, is um, a couple of years ago, I want to say maybe seven, eight, nine years ago, I lost my Italian great-grandmother. Her name was Mary Blair, and she was a wonderful lady. She had a lot of respect for everyone, and she was a great cook, and I loved her dearly. But I lost her in 2008, and I was devastated for days 
and months after. She was a great inspiration to me getting into cooking and things of that nature. So it was horrible losing her. And she was young. I think she was, um, I don't know how old she was, but I know she was not that old. She must she must have like in her 76 or 77. So she wasn't that old in my opinion. And we lost her at such a young age. But she was a strong woman. And she loved to cook, and she loved to um, need, I guess you can say, uh, I guess that's that hobby where you use um, string and you make stuff. I don't know the exact word of it. I, I don't know uh, how you pronounce it, but she loved to knead, and um, she was just an overall great lady, and I was devastated to lose her. Now, the next worst thing in my life was my very own mother being diagnosed with some uh, diseases that she still suffers from, like fibromyalgia and uh, some other diseases. I don't remember what she has, but she has some very bad diseases. She has Sjogren's and um, some other bad diseases, and that is terrible to have to hear your mother go through all these diseases. She has her good and her bad days because of her disease, and it makes her have a hard time breathing and things of that nature. So that was pretty devastating to hear. Now, the next worst thing to happen in my life is I lost another grandmother. This happened three years ago in June of 2012. I lost my uh Non, which name was Lucy Albano? That was devastating. I was I was kind of upset for a couple of weeks, but eventually, time heals everything, and I was able to get over that. Um, that was the next worst thing in my life. I'm trying to think, what else could be a, another worst thing? I guess from a personal standpoint, moving from Florida back here to Mass was something that I really didn't like. I mean, it can't, it's not really bad, but I loved living in Florida, and I wish that we could have stayed in Florida. It's an awesome state. It's a lot better than um, Massachusetts is, but I'm happy to be healthy and living nonetheless. All right, so those are the greatest and worst things to happen in my life. Now, I would like to uh, wish you, I would like to motivate people who are going through some negative times on the show because a couple of my friends are having a hard time in life right now because some things aren't going their way. And this advice could be for anyone who is having a hard time right now. Maybe you got fired from a job. Maybe your income is very low and you're having a hard time um, finding ends meet. Or you lost somebody or you're getting divorced or somebody uh, or something like that. But don't always be so negative. Don't think negative all the time. Just because you got fired or you're not making ends meet or you're getting divorced, you're not a bad person. I like to tell everyone, always think positive. I try and think positive through all my negatives. And you know what? I find that I'm a lot happier when I think positive. So make sure that you guys always think positive, um, even if you're going through a hard time. That way, when you when you get on your feet and everything gets going for you, you'll be positive already. And the last thing I'll mention before we play our next two songs is I want people, if you see bullying, 
make sure you stop bullying. Um, bullying is becoming a trend now. People are actually posting videos on Facebook of them bullying somebody. It's usually middle school kids to high school kids that are bullying people. And I wish it would stop because bullying can lead to suicides and lead to death or injuries, and it does not need to happen. So if you see bullying, report bullying and stop bullying before you regret it because if someone kills themselves because you bullied them, then you're going to be in serious trouble. So if you're a bully and you're listening to this show, you might want to consider stopping a bully because sometimes bullies will get their asses kicked by their victim. So always keep that in mind. That is just something that I wanted to mention on today's show. All right. Well, guess what? It's Memorial Day, and Memorial Day marks the unofficial start of summer. Yippee! I love summer because in the summertime, we've got beautiful weather, we've got s'mores, we've got ice creams, and we've got some beautiful-looking girls in bikinis in the summertime. So I'm going to go ahead and play some summer songs here. Like I said, Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer. So the first song I'm going to play is by DMX, and that is Party Up In Here. And the second song I'm going to play is by Kid Rock, and it's called All Summer Long, because, ladies and gentlemen, summer is close. And the reason I'm playing DMX, Party Up In Here, is I like to party in the summer. So here is DMX, Party Up In Here, and Kid Rock, All Summer Long. Enjoy, folks. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make
walking. Put them in the dirt and stick. You keep walking. Unless you trying to end up red. Cause if I end up dead, I end up dead. Cause you's a soft type nigga. Fake up north type nigga. Push like a soft white nigga. Dog is a dog, blood thicker than water. We done been through the mud and we quicker the slaughter. The bigger the order, the more guns we want out. When the finna, everybody come out. When the body burn out. Send in the sun out. I'ma keep the gun out. Nigga running his mouth. I'ma blow his lung out. Listen, your ass is about to be missing. You know who gon' find you? Hold the old man fishing. Grandma wishing your soul's at rest. But it's hard to digest with the size of the hole in your chest. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. One, two, maybe I'll
Sometimes I hear that song and I'll start to sing along and think, man, I'd love to see that girl again. here live on Sunday Funday, and I've got a couple of more topics that I'm going to be talking about here on today's show. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how does one constantly get ear infections? Now, I have been having ear infections for the last month and a half, and it is kind of irritating. So, my good friend Andrew Sinsky um, says that if you use headphones a lot, that is a good way to get ear infections. And I never, ever put any thought into it. So his advice is to take some rubbing alcohol or maybe even some sanitation wipes and clean your headsets or your headphones. And that way uh, you're, not, you're not likely to um, get an ear infection. It could also be the change of weather. I know up here in Massachusetts that we've... Uh, experience a lot of change of weather from raining to heatness to snow and things of that nature. So it could have been a change of weather because change of weather equals sick colds, which is crappy. And I would never wish anyone, even my enemies, to get ear infections because ear infections are quite painful. And I felt it's a lot of pain in my life. I've had surgeries. I've had toothaches, and earaches are definitely one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. Um, they're right up there with toothaches. Toothaches are really painful, and I can vouch for that. All right, so the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight, like I do in every Sunday fun day, is I'm going to share some uh, jokes with you because you guys know that I love jokes. So I've got a couple of funny jokes I found online, and hopefully you will uh, like them and not get offended by them. Remember, these are just jokes, so please don't get offended with these. All right? These are just jokes. All right, so here's one for you. Question. How are blondes and computers similar? And the answer to that is you never appreciate them until they go down on you. So that is how blondes and computers are similar. Very, very funny. The next question how do you confuse a blonde? You put her in a round room and tell her to sit in a corner. How does a blonde confuse you? She comes out and says she did. <laughs> he jokes are kind of funny. Okay, so that's enough of the uh, blonde jokes. See if I can find some uh, awesome jokes. Now, here's a good one. Why are there hardly any dental professionals in Arkansas? Because it takes 35 patients to make a full set of teeth. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> what is the definition of diplomacy? 
It's the ability to tell a person to go to hell in such a way that they look forward to the trip. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, I'll do a couple more here on uh, today's show. Divorce and circumcision. Uh, what is the difference between a divorce and a circumcision? In a divorce, you get rid of the whole shemuck, which is very true. Okay, I'll do two more. Bill Clinton's DNA. Dear Mr. Starr, the test on the dress came back inclusive. Everyone in Arkansas has the same DNA. Apologies, the FBI. Very, very funny. Let's see if I can find a good one. Some of these are not very funny at all. Okay, here we go. A blonde says to her doctor, each time I try to sip my coffee, my eye hurts. The doctor says, maybe you should take the stir out of the cup. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, since I love these jokes, I'll read one more with you. Why did the blonde take her right into the ditch? Her blinker was on. That's a pretty good one. These jokes are kind of uh, funny. Why are there no... Dom Brunettes, Peroxide. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, one more. I love these jokes. i got to save some for our next Sunday fun day here on the uh, East Network. What did one fat person say to the other? Who cares? They're both fat. All right, so those are all of our jokes for tonight's show, and those are all of our wonderful topics. So I have four or so more songs that I'm going to play for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the songs, and we'll be right back, and after the songs play, we'll get ready to wrap up this great show. The name of the songs I'm going to play is Payphone, and then I've got four songs that a local artist by the name of Keith Hines provided to us. So I'd like to say thank you, Keith Hines, for providing us these songs for tonight's show. These are actually... Um, songs that were sung by a local celebrity, or excuse me, a local uh, musician in his area. So thank you very much, Keith Hines, for providing the, us these four songs that I'm going to play. So I'm going to play these last songs, and I'll be right back here on East Network. I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of my change I spent on you. Where have the times gone, baby? It's all wrong. Where are the plans we made for two? Yeah, I...
up from nothing. Made it from the bottom, now when you see me, I'm something. And all of my cars are with a push of a button. Telling me I changed since I blew up or whatever you call it. Switch the number to my phone so you never could call it. Don't need my name on my shirt, you can tell it I'm ballin'. Swish, what a shame, coulda got picked. Had a really good game, but you missed your last shot. So you talk about who you see at the top or what you coulda saw. But sad to say, it's over for. Phantom pull up, valet, open doors. Wish like all way, got what you was looking for. Now it's me who they want, so you can go and take that little piece of shit with yeah. you. I'm out of